0: Audible lets you enjoy all your audio entertainment in one app. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, and what I'm really into these days, mysteries and thrillers. Love them. And one of
1: our friends, Elena Urquhart, you might know her from a little podcast called Morbid, wrote The Butcher and the Wren. It's a really great thriller about a serial killer. I mean, it is so scary. I cannot wait for the next one. And I love to listen to it. And guess what? As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their
0: entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash crappens or text crappens to 500, 500. That's audible.com slash crappens or text crappens to 500, 500. You know, Ronnie, I use DoorDash all the time to get food from restaurants, but what's really cool about it is that you can also use it for groceries and like tons of stuff, home essentials, pet food would be good for you. I mean, there's actually so much more than just restaurant delivery.
1: Oh, I know. I use them all the time for
0: all sorts of things. I love to cook. You love to cook. And I can't tell you how many times I am midway down my recipe and I realize I am out of something and I just can get some nice fresh veggies delivered to my door super quickly to finish that meal.
1: And the DoorDash app allows you to customize, you can substitute, you can schedule and track your order, and you can communicate with your shopper while you're receiving real-time updates. I know, it's kind of like an all-in-one solution for our lifestyle. You can shop with DoorDash and enjoy big savings. Use code crappens 24 to get 50% off up to a $10 value on $15 minimum subtotal on your next convenience, grocery, or retail order. For eligible users only, terms apply.
2: An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off. And everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at Americanexpress.com/with amex. Eligible American Express card required benefits vary by card and by venue terms apply. I've been really? I've
0: been Hey everyone, uh, this is part two of the Rony Recap. If you're looking for part one, check the podcast feed out, and uh, now let's just like dive right back in from where we left off on the Rony Reunion. Part two of episode two, season ending. Rony, you know what I'm talking about. Here we go. Okay, so Jessel's are so like mad right now. By the way, there are so many influencers so pissed off. We are theoretically influencers, so th- we're not. Theoretic. I said theoretically I hate that no, because we have a platform. So. so- i'm not saying i want to be an influencer i'm not saying i'm trying to be i'm just saying like theoretically someone could classify no one us has it.
1: ever been like okay maybe it's happened two times that it's been other part of our overall advertising deals or something where someone's been like okay put this on your instagram but no one's ever been like oh my god ronnie and ben Taste makers, walk around <laughs> ronnie please try and sell some of these um michael masks no, please sell some of these Jason masks from horror movies. And I'm like, look, I'm Michael. <laughs> I'm like, doesn't an influencer in two seconds. Okay, so Jenna defends the influencers, and then Jessel's like, well, look, I want to say something about Sai. The one thing I'll say about Psy, si, you're always working, Psy. Si. Like, after today, people are going to want to dress like a hungry, moody C-3PO and not really know why. People think it's easy but it's not
0: so I was like, yeah well you gotta have thick skin like well that has nothing to do with anything and i don't think you have thick skin considering how angry you got about various things Sandy's so like well brin you joked on the show that you want to the steel side's perfect life what about it is perfect to you do you not remember her trauma backstory for the past 35 minutes and brin's like um i like brownstones <laughs> and i like really want brownstone and like um I want a Range Rover and like a second house, like with two kids that look like they were just like dropped out of a bad. So I guess I don't want her life, I just want some of the things she's bought and had.
1: Yeah, pretty pretty much. We're leave it up to Bryn to have the shallowest answer of all time. So Cy, what would you like to emulate here? Um, a brownstone and a Range Rover. <laughs> So, uh, Banji, not Mandelker
0: on Twitter says, Sai, you overact. You overreact when you're hungry. Relax. I can't believe this is the fourth time he brought this up on the God, reunion. We're we are
1: talking already, about Sai's fake hunger. And we literally already skipped
0: again. over the part where Sai talked about how she lifts weights and so is hungry every two hours. Like, this is the fourth time this has come up. <sighs> and it's like, Do you think being hungry is a valid excuse for not being able to control your emotions? And <sighs> she's like, She's like, hangry is a thing, okay? I can't function when I'm hangry. Have you ever seen a Snickers bar commercial? It was based off of me because I'm an influencer. I'm so sorry to tell you all this, but like I sound annoying on the show. I get it. I was such a bitch. I'm sorry. I was just really hungry a lot of the times.
1: So what can I say? Jenna's like, you know what? Um, anger, just in her defense, anger is like really a thing. And anyone who has children really understands. And I wanted to raise my children. You know, if they were hungry or if he was hungry, I, would just, I wouldn't have the, the private chef Make him something. I mean, well, not in Manhattan. I would just send him over to Brooklyn and then I'd have him uh, use a hot plate and I'd have him make my son something there just because I wanted my son to understand what it was like to travel, <laughs> to eat food with your private chef. Yeah. Does that make any sense?
0: You know, um, when I was working in fashion, everyone was hungry. And so I would just give them lashes. And so I find that like giving lashes um, is a really great way to solve the world hunger crisis. So please come to my website and buy my lashes.
1: Thank you. Do you know who was against hunger? A world hunger? Tried to conquer it was Jesus. And um, when Jesus got in trouble, he actually got thirty lashes. So I'm just I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> lashes are in the Bible. <laughs> Family.com.
0: All right, cool. Hey, anyone who says blondes always have more fun clearly have not met Rony's resident redhead. But on the surface, while Brynn is all fun and flirty, like any good collector knows, you can't judge a book by its cover. Chess and luxury cars, and also, um, uh, she's horny. Just trying to get all the illusions in. Here's her package. <laughs>
1: and then she's like <laughs> cheers for herself and um andy's uh, like well i know that it was hard to watch Bryn. and she's like um well not the gideon problem <laughs> that was the problem actually it was never hard <laughs> so i'm uh, just <laughs> kidding It was really hard sorry lady stevia <laughs>
0: Yes, Steve. So uh, now it's time for the Bryn thing. So she talks about her dad and she getting the call when she was in ho- like homecoming that her dad was dying. So she drove up to Michigan and she attended for her dad. And then for every weekend she'd go up there and they like, you know, it was all about her dad and her dad died and she had closure. And it's another 45 minutes of the, sa- the, the sadness of Bryn's backstory. So, which by the way, all of this stuff, first of all, not only was a lot of it on the show, but like, I feel like a reunion for me is where I want, I come to a reunion and I want to hear people rehash what happened on the season, like clarify what happened on the season, clarify the conflict, address a conflict, or like, hey, someone said this in the confessional, like, the whole point of the reunion is to say, Hey, looking back at that season, that was fucked up. Or I apologize for that. I don't need to come to the reunion to hear the Diane Sawyer, you know, like, tell me about your father. You know, this is all, like, it is, it's very sad stuff. I'm not afraid of sad stuff. But this is just not what I'm here for. That's my whole issue. I'm not here to listen to have a more fleshed out version about Brynn's tragic backstory. Save that actually for the show and help her flesh out her character while we're watching the show so it's more interesting than forcing it to the reunion where I just want to see people, you know, talk about the season that we just watched.
1: Housewives is supposed to be fun. The end. And I get that it's modern and they're doing like a modern thing where, you know, in modern times we are more open with our feelings and what's going on and our traumas and what made us, what hurt us, you know, and what we're getting over. And that's just part of being alive in 2023. And that's fine. But, there are also fun people doing fun things, having fun times, making me laugh. I don't need it to be Ramona. I don't need it to be the same cast, but I need fun people. This is not yeah. fun.
0: Reunions right? are out there. This therapy. needs to be
1: a little bit. It needs to be like real life where the trauma part, we all have it. We all share it with each other and our friends, but it's not the whole thing. It's a little part of it. This is like 80% of this show is just this well it
0: also it speaks to how little there was to dig deeper on on the actual season that they can't they can't there's not they're not enough interpersonal stories how
1: hangry she is five times yeah so that's how much there was
0: yeah let's not so bryn gives her whole backstory about this it's it's nice it's very nice it's sad it's
1: not it's sad it's so fucking sad you know and i'm not taking that away from her but ff
0: (laughs) but ff honestly but ff okay the real
1: ff of new york press the ff so um they talk about her grandma next and then um that's sad too and then andy's talking about how there's a bond between there's like a trauma bond between sign bryn right and size like yeah you know we were we were raised different but i understand the heart and Bryn's like, "Yeah, but like, I mean, that's why I was feeling really offended cuz like then you just threw you just threw so much attitude at me." And Sai so like, "Yeah, well, you know what? I'm one of those people who gets angry and I just don't want to talk after I'm angry. And look, I've never done therapy before today." <laughs> It's therapy, get it? And everyone's like, oh my god, that was so funny. Like, literally, I'm mad at you, but that was hilarious.
0: <laughs> All right, Brynn, we gotta talk about Gideon and the palpable chemistry between you two. Is there one reason in particular that he's not the one? Do you just not like that song from Benny and June? Even a fancy version of it? And she's like, well, here's the thing. like, Um... Everyone makes fun of me because of, like, all the engagements, but, like, all three of the guys, like, proposed to me while we were broken up. And, like, my thing is, like, why do you have to lose me in order to show in order to know that you want to be with me? I'm like, but if you were engaged three times, that means you said yes, despite the fact that you were broken up. So what does that say about you?
1: Is it that, what do you think that's about, that they did it when she was broken up? Do you think she's like, I want more, and if I'm not getting it, I'm out of here? And then they were like, no, I don't want to get married. And then she's like, fine, then I'm out of here. And then they're like, but let's get my ma- no, no, I miss you. Let's get married.
0: It's all very rom com y it's very rom-commy. And part of me wonders, based off of very little empirical evidence, but based off of sort of the way she like acts on the show. That like, does Bryn just sort of like fall for guys again to relationships where they do some sort of rom-com role play? Is that what this is all about? Like people who don't really don't really know how To maybe connect or something, and so that what they do is they go through the motions of what they've seen in movies. I'm not sure, I'm not even saying that. Well, I don't
1: know, but from what we've heard on the show, she it's like a Saudi prince, and then it's Gideon, Lady Stevia's <laughs> royal son, and so it's all <laughs> these equal. kind of fantasy type things where they're all loaded, and like I'm learning, you know what I'm really into. I, antique books like okay you know what i'm really into chess like the rich person sport so it seems like it is that like maybe trying to build and listen i believe in that you know if you're trying to build a certain life you got to walk the walk right so maybe she's doing that i don't really well this is is why
0: i wanted more context on bryn because i actually think bryn seems like a very smart person and i think that there is like bryn has something i think there is something about bryn that's like intriguing but then we just get all this well, like surfacey stuff she's
1: charismatic and gorgeous and charming i mean that's for yeah. sure yeah she's like we make fun of everybody on these shows but she's really good i mean she's never getting fired from this show. no i don't Do think she's think? getting
0: i don't think she's getting fired i think that she just she she has some very annoying tendencies i think but um But so does so many of the housewives. What am I
2: saying? That's like that's like a thing. So does so many
1: humans. Yeah, you
0: know. Um, Yeah, I. It's like I'm always going back and forth because I get so exact. I get like, oh, every time she's like, "Yeah, Daddy," I'm like, "Oh my God, Bryn." But then I feel like there's, there's like as they say, there's a there's there there. But um I want like her to have more context and I'd want to know what what's going on with these relationships. Ugh, you know what I can't even get into this.
1: We'll see season two, you know I think she just we have to remember she'll also be great that season two. people who yeah, I think it she'll it takes be great time to warm up. I think she she'll so. she'll, she'll,
0: she'll see her she'll see how the season was and she's she's smart and she's gonna adjust and I think season two will be a breakout season for her.
1: Yeah, and so, Andy's like, so, um, I think there's something romantic about being engaged to everybody, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And she's like, well, everyone, like, asked me about Gideon, and it's like, I mean, I don't know, like, but, like, he's amazing, but I guess he just feels like kind of a hot cousin now.
0: <laughs> and everyone's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, well, are you friends with benefits? Have you ever been out with your cousin? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, No. but she, then she starts saying like that his penis is very proper. And she's like, yeah, it's got like like a little ascot on it. Like it's like a penis. Like I love penis. It's like, hello. It's like, it looks good. It looks like it's fetish up. It looks like it went to like the Royal Ghibli. I
1: was like. I don't. That's the thing with her. I never know what she's talking about. It's like she starts on one thing, but then she just goes to cuckoo land. And you're like, okay, well, glad we tried to talk to you. Let's move on. So I know. I think this is is still going. Huh? This is uh, from still going. Huh? Says Jenna. Did you feel like Bryn was being serious when she flirted with you? Because she didn't flirt with any of the other ladies. Yeah, because they're not lesbians, Andy. That's why she didn't flirt with them. (laughs) Who's asking this question?
0: Um. No, I uh, did not think she was serious. Uh, she was very straight she acted like every straight girl I know who likes to pretend that they're a lesbian for an evening so yeah we can see it right away yeah thanks
1: uh, and Brent's like, I've made out with checks. So I says, Yeah, I know your type. So Andy is like, Okay, there's been a lot of confusion lately online about your career path. Please explain. Do you know Noella from Real Housewives of Orange County? Are you a spokesperson for Sugar Babies? Go ahead. <laughs> and she's like, Um, actually, I'm a social media consultant. So social marketing, advertising marketing, marketing to make plans, making people use marketing marketing plans of marketing markets
0: <laughs> I also like to go to the market farmers market farmers marketing I do marketing for farmers markets and also like I, I'm,
1: really I'm
0: really into emerging markets too <laughs>
1: <laughs> really into social marketing have you ever heard anybody say hello how are you that social I marketed
0: that I'm also friends with like Marcus Jordan who's like sort of sounds like market like Marcus Jordan but like it's not markets it's Marcus anyway so Bryn's like, so Uba's like, you know, then they're like, well, did you talk to Uba? And he's like, yeah, I talked to Uba, uh, Uba hot and Bryn helped her. And Uba took you some of her ideas. And then Bryn said that she was like, the head of communications for a tech startup. Um, she doesn't need to prove anything. And he's like, cool. Hey, Bryn, you insisted at the wreath making that you did not use the D word divorce. <laughs> okay. You want to talk about that? And Aaron's like, um, well, for me, D word like that word is a sensitive word for me it just is and at like my anniversary party I like didn't want to hear jokes about like me getting divorced like that's it that's I just didn't want to hear about that
1: great glad you got that off your chest So, Brent and Aaron, your friendships have up and downs, but why is yours so hot and cold? And Aaron's like, um, we're just, like, messing with each other. Like, I think that there's, like, a mutual respect that we have with each other, but, like, (laughs) we just, like, you know, it's, like, real though. Hey, Uba, why are you rolling your eyes, Uba? Because you're
0: both fake. That's why. You're both fake. It's not real friendship. Like, you're not similar. When you talk shit and you bring news here like pigeon, at least you admit it. like at least you, you at least you admit it brian but like erin she doesn't admit it you're not similar at all Ugh.
1: um we're i think and like if i say i like her that's how it is okay and you don't need to pipe in Uba. and Uba's like oh god is there anywhere i can puke around here
0: <laughs> that's hey puking that's not nice like why can't we have a friendship where we respect each other it was like because it, ma- it makes me
1: sick. Sick. It makes you sick. It does. It makes me sick, especially for Erin. The way she talks about Brin. You're not saying nice things about Brin. And she's like, "Listen. Sometimes when people get mad, they lash out at each other." Um. Thank you for that. Um. They are still available. <laughs> I have some under my chair. If anyone would like to try some on, we
0: actually um are discouraging people from saying the word "lash out" because that implies that there's no more left in stock. So we like to say "lash, lash on" in or "lash on." Lash on lash about lash Lash two lash Lash four we also like lash four like we're gonna get lashes for people but we just try to stay away from lash out okay that's just a little memorandum you want
1: me to take ownership then i'm taking ownership i vent all right but like i'm sorry for saying things when i was angry i'm not a perfect person oh god the jacks vanderpump rules this is in progress oh work in progress defense the worst defense of all time i'm not perfect and the
0: second and the, that's the worst defense um followed by i think we're just like two similar people we're like just too similar which is when people say we're just too alike that is the um i'm just sort of exhausted from fighting so can we just like kind of both shoulder the responsibility and move on <gasps> thanks
1: well, it's also the giving somebody a compliment while you're dissing them. Like I just think we're alike. That's like complimenting saying someone, You're actually like me who's amazing mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, just not in the ways that I hate. Okay? And I hate you. So please leave. And it was like, Well, listen, sometimes I lose my temper, but I don't think I no, she goes, but I still think I'm perfect, which I really liked. That's a good that's a good argument to that whole. Like, I'm not perfect. Sorry, she goes, Well, I am. Yeah. <laughs> well
0: uh folding from chair says, Hey, Erin's feelings seem so easily hurt. Do you think that Erin is only sensitive or considerate when it comes to her own feelings? And Bryn's like, Yes, and Erin goes
1: only, which is so Aaron to be like only <laughs> <laughs> and it's repeating whatever one word from the last <laughs> sentence just to make sure she she keeps it on she keeps it all on track only i'm a little
0: sensitive i'm a cancer i was like well finally she's speaking the truth she is a cancer on this cast that's so true so uba's like she does care about everyone she does care and everyone goes i care about you all very very much and like the insinuation that like i don't that's gonna make me cry hold on let me try to cry is this how you cry huh i fuck up guys i'm not perfect i fuck up and I'm sorry if I hurt anyone because that's the last thing I wanna do. Like I don't wanna hurt anybody. Tackling Hags.
1: Uh... So what's the status of Brandon Aaron right now? Status? <laughs> well, we <learning> about money. <laughs> and uh, Aaron's like, yeah, like here's the status. Like I just like never ever wanna fight again because oh. And so Uba says, Yeah, well, I think Abe should convert to Islam and marry both of them. Ha ha ha. Oh, I was like, like, Okay. Wow. 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 I don't know what I
0: should say to that. (laughs) Hey, Bryn, are you taking your boob out? Thank you for the distraction. And Bryn's like, (laughs) We started talking about Abe and Islam, and says,
2: I just want to take my boob out. (laughs) Communication (laughs) consultant.
1: (laughs) oh yeah so um andy is like okay okay so now it's time for the Uber segment <laughs> the one He's argument like, the we season. talk about the tropics weather can turn well it can't turn faster than uber or something like that i was like wow what wow
0: yeah <laughs> what so we see the thing about the phone and everything and then aaron's like crying watching it she's like watching the stupid fight and she's like uh-uh uh, karen
1: is even karen uh, during the segment about I can't Karen watch. being a Karen. I can't Very watch.
0: Much. You can't watch. It's there like the only interesting thing that happened all season. This is the best part of the season. And it's like hiding a phone versus taking sunglasses off someone's head. It is like the least emotional thing that like
1: <laughs> you didn't cry Aaron's during anyone's crime. trauma.
0: But now like when it comes to someone took a sung- sunglasses off your head, you're like
1: eh. It's time for a commercial. It's time, time for a, a crappens. The team at Hungry Root just sent me a new box. It's full of yummy stuff. This food is so delicious. You know, I'm really keeping it healthy these days, and it's super easy with Hungry Root. My personal favorite, love some grain bowls. I had a poke salmon bowl. Delicious. I had a chipotle gouda grilled cheese for something a little more cash.
2: Mmm.
0: That sounds wonderful. Hungry Root is your partner in healthy living. It is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality groceries and simple, healthy recipes
1: delivered to your door. You can take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know your personal health goals, what you like to eat, the kitchen appliances you use, and more. And then they'll build you a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week and give you delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to good use.
0: Save hours planning, shopping, and cooking. Hungry Root delivers food you will love. Right
1: now, Hungry Root is offering Watch What Crappens listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life.
0: Just go to HungryRoot.com slash crappens to get 40% off your first delivery and get your
1: free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash crappens. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you.
0: Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford, and now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet.
1: Quince has all must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flown knit activewear.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
1: And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us.
0: I love that. I really do love that. I got a really cool, over shirt and I also got this awesome bracelet from them recently and they look really chic like I feel like I'm never in style and I never wear jewelry either and now I kind of have some and it's working for me Ronnie it really
1: is it really is working for you it's hot indulge yeah. in affordable luxury go to quince.com crappins for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot slash crappens to get free shipping and 365 day returns. quincecom dot slash crappens.
2: Commercial.
1: Aaron fake crying while she's watching this, like she's being victimized all over again, is so rich and so hilarious because she's so mad. I'm sure that everybody's calling her Karen on the internet. But it reminds me of that video where some Karen was in line and I think, like, Victoria's Secret or something. And she started fighting with this woman, and the woman started filming her. And she's trying to push the phone out of the woman's hand, and then the woman doesn't stop. She keeps filming her. And then the girl's like, she's filming me! <laughs> oh, throws herself on the ground. Throws herself on the ground <laughs> and just starts rolling around on the ground. You yeah, see of course. One, right? I mean, it's classic. This is Aaron watching this segment. She's like, cackling
2: <gasps> hags. Oh, oh,
0: so uh, Andy is like immediately on uh, Uba's case. He's like, well, with all due
2: respect.
0: <laughs> Your phone was gone for like 45 minutes. And just, I was like, no, it wasn't 45 minutes. It was much longer than that. Let's see. I count time as the amount of, amount of minutes between Povet blowing his nose, which seems to be about 35. And I think he blew his nose about four times in my brain. So it was at least two or three hours. And so I was
1: like, yeah, it was longer than 45. And Eric goes, but it wasn't like four hours. Like, it wasn't like, I mean, we were filming and then they wrapped. And as like, bottom line, it wasn't 45 minutes. And then he goes, okay, so it was a few hours. Yes. Okay. So there goes Aaron again. This is such this is why you have to watch Aaron. She lies every answer. Okay? And then she's like, "Well, I but was it wasn't like it was 4 hours. Oh, okay, it was just a few hours." Yeah. "Oh, okay, Aaron. You said 45 minutes. Stop lying about every little thing. It just you can't believe a thing." So Addie's like, "Well, does anybody in the group think Uba overreacted?" And Brynn and Jenna both raise their hands and Jess Jessel's like, "I do not." actually and actually i know how i felt that day because i took a note about it on my phone it says "Aaron's a bitch erin sucks i hope uber drowns erin <laughs> <laughs> proof i'm going to talk i'm going to talk
0: for my job i travel a lot Okay. And most of the time it's the places that have no phone service and my family's in a different time zone and they're sick and tired of waiting for me. So we have a group text and I check in in the morning and I check in at night and you know what? I have to do this. It's my business. And so she's telling the story about why she has to check in. And Jenna's like, um, you know what? Like none of us knew that. And like, it makes total sense. And like, you could be totally angry, but like without the context, it just felt like over the top and like considering what happened. I'm like, yeah, I hate that the line of questioning here is about like, Uba, you are crazy. Why were you so crazy? Does anyone else think that Uba's crazy? Instead of the line of questioning being like, Aaron, when you saw that Uba was freaking out about her phone, why didn't you just give it back and just say, sorry? Why did you just why did you not apologize right away? It's like not not from that angle. It's all about like, Uba, why were you such a lunatic? And I didn't like that because I feel like Uba, yeah, like if it were me, I don't think I would have gone gone as upset as Uba had. But also, um, Aaron made a, did a bad, bad prank. She did, a, she did the prank wrong. It's her fault.
1: Right. Um, so Aaron's like, um, can I respond? <laughs> and Uba hasn't even really said anything. Yeah. Right. Because so, first Uba says, well, look, Jen, I just want to make it clear to you. I didn't react. OK. I was in the room with Jessel. And I was pissed, and that's why I didn't come downstairs and react to it. Okay. She said to go to sleep, and I calmed down. And Karen goes, Aaron goes, Can I respond? And she goes, No, let me talk. You know, I've given, and I gave you the grace of not saying anything all morning. I didn't come for you and yell at you or do any of this stuff, which is true. All all this UBA being angry or whatever that they're quote that they're talking about, this is stuff that she was reacting to Jessel. She hadn't showed really anybody else. She, had, she was being was cold. telling Everybody else, she was pissed.
0: Yeah, she was being cold, Aaron, and that's like, okay that's not a criminal offense and she was holding back and what andy did not do is say in that scene where they were waiting to get into cars or whatever and and uba says oh we're waiting for aaron and then aaron goes keep your mic, keep my name out of your mouth keep my, like aaron is the one who flipped right, out this part. and no and like andy did not say aaron why did you flip out about that why were you flipping out when all she was saying was we're getting into a car like i just felt like this was slanted against uba
1: yeah, well, she says I've get listen. I gave you the grace of not saying anything all morning, and I missed breakfast, and just so I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like I missed breakfast to like keep the peace, and then I ca- then you come down saying not to mention your name. Don't say my name over and over, and that made me want to bury you, you know. And yeah. I was like, well, that's see, that's the thing. Like she gets to she gets too worked up over it, and then it makes everything her fault, even though we know everything's not her fault. It's like Brent told her last week when you when you react a certain way it changes the narrative so then everybody can start blaming you it's yeah. but but the same um, but the
0: thing is this though is that Aaron also reacted and Aaron did not get blamed. That, that's the thing. Because you know,
1: Aaron went straight into victim mode. Yeah. Just like a little kid on the playground. She starts something. And then the second somebody says something back, she's like, ah, and she goes, do not grab me because Uba took her sunglasses and said, do no, you, you had my fucking phone. Don't look at me from behind those glasses. So she's like, do not grab me. She didn't grab you. Right. right. She Took your sunglasses. And it's another Aaron. It's another Aaron. Miss lie. It's another Aaron lie. Don't the grab truth. me. She grabbed me.
0: So then, so then, you know, um, so Uba was saying she was getting upset because she felt like Aaron was gaslighting her because Uba had said, like, because Aaron claimed that she had texted Jessel, like, I have the sunglasses. But then when they looked, there was no text about that. In fact, the only thing that Aaron had texted were were emojis. And on the show, we saw there was like some sort of like frozen face emoji or something. And then in unseen footage, we see that she actually sent a devil emoji and then a hmm emoji. Um, which also is like, maybe I would have gotten that. I'm not sure if I would or not, but it's not the same as I saying...
1: I think it was. I think it was obvious, but it was obvious to us, but Uber did not get it.
0: I, but I don't think it's... Like, I think I might have gotten it. I might have taken it in a few different ways. I don't know. But clearly, it's not the same as saying, I have the phone. And
1: so... Well, technically, but it was, I thought, I mean, this part I have to disagree with you, because it says, do you have my phone? And then it's thinking face, thinking face, do you have my phone? Frozen face, frozen face, do you have my phone? So I think it was, I think Erin was obviously teasing that, yes, she had her phone. I mean, I think, but if you see...
0: That's what I'm saying. If everybody I think sees
1: that Uba's really pissed, or she's really concerned about her phone. The time to stop joking is now. Like she's not getting it, and it's right. Like exactly.
0: That's you what know? I'm saying. I think I would have gotten it, but I'm not sure. I really don't know because it's like not like because Aaron is saying on this reunion, I said I have the phone, but then we're saying she Lie. didn't say that. That's like scary. she always she does it. She's like, it. well, no, well, I may have exaggerated. So, um, so basically, she Lie. didn't say it. And so Uba had no idea, and then Andy's like, well, she implied it, and some people might get it, some might not. I mean, to me, it's all semantics. That's what I have to... He's, again, just dismissing Uba. And Aaron's like, well, I'm sorry for like the misunderstanding. And Uba's saying how she felt gaslit because of it. And, um, you know, Andy's like, so if she had sent an emoji of her holding a hand up, would you have gotten it? And Uba's like, no, I would not have gotten it. It's like, well, that one's a pretty clear one. I will say that. If but stupid Aaron should have done the hand up emoji.
1: Um, so Andy's like, I mean, look, I think this whole thing a lot of it is just Uba just not understanding what's going on. There's like a language barrier and yeah. there's also, you know, I mean, I don't know, but there's a lot of stuff where appa- obviously she didn't understand that you were joking. And it was four hours. And Aaron's not been ever accused of having a sense of humor. Yeah. Right. She's the most humorless housewife of all time. The I point know. is there and were we've, like five we've been here 12 years. There's
0: like been like there were literally like twelve different opportunities to de-escalate the situation. To if anyone who was paying attention would have realized that like Uba was losing her mind, there just was ways to do it, and Erin was not doing any of it
1: so um aaron's like well i guess some people just don't speak emoji and Uba's like i don't speak emoji she goes okay well i know that now and andy asks uba why it upset her so much and she's like because she gaslights everyone the whole time and that's the truth that's the truth and i think that that's true too aaron causes shit constantly and he goes what mm-hmm. i never insinuated anything about your marriage what I never said anything about this. What? I only had your phone 45 minutes and then you grabbed me, you know? Mm-hmm. She, Uba's got it right on that. And she's the only one getting so frustrated that she fucking just loses it. And I think that everybody else just doesn't wait. They just let it out as it goes, you know? They yeah. express their frustration as they go. And I think Uba just let it, lets it build up until she's super pissed. So then
0: Andy is uh they start talking about the the hot tub scene that happened after and then andy's like "Sai, you said it was an ambush what do you think she's like oh it was totally an ambush on aaron in the hot tub like the hot tub from hell i actually felt bad for aaron it was like a little bit harsh i'm like it was not an ambush it was Uba confronting aaron it was like nothing compared to what you see on literally every other franchise and to say it's like an ambush is absolutely ridiculous
1: so she's so Aaron gives a decent apology finally, right? So she's she like, does. Well, she does actually. When I knew you were upset, I should have come downstairs and brought your phone. And I'm sorry I didn't do that. I just wasn't thinking clearly. I was tipsy. Little tips. Thank you for that one, Sonia. Yeah, tipsy girl. There was no malintent. Malintent, Mal. But, <laughs> but Mal. Cynthia's sister Mal. appears.
2: What? Hi, we it's did a Mal. whole
1: episode called Malintent, didn't we? Yeah, about Mal. um but from my perspective the ganging up there there was no ganging up on you she goes but you were riling people up and she's like they have their own mind and Sty's is like yeah it was an ambush and so andy's like yeah you know um i think a lot of people online were shocked to hear you say aaron that that conflict with uba was the worst thing that's ever happened in your life and she's like well i'm sorry that hurt her but like i think it's just that i care so much that it felt really bad for me and
0: then she basically admits it actually wasn't the worst conflict of her life. Classic Aaron. So um, Andy is like, "Uba, would it have made a difference had Aaron apologized right away?" And Uba's like, "Just say that you had my phone. Like I told Jessel, why didn't you ha- like why didn't you send the group message?" And Andy's like, "Well, we kind of been through the text thing, Uba, already." I'm like, "Oh, so suddenly." Even though we've asked Sai five different times what's to deal with the hunger, even though we've gone through everyone's trauma three different times, suddenly when Uba dares to like reiterate something it's like, oh, we've already kind of talked about that, Uba, so gonna need you to like keep moving forward.
1: Um. So Uba's like, I told Jessel, why don't you just tell me? And Bryn's like, Well, I mean, also, there's like, find my iPhone. So and Uba goes, What? You know why? You know why I can't find my phone? And Bryn's. So now she's pissed at, at Bryn, and Bryn's like, Oh, I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you. She goes, Don't tell me how to deal with my family. She goes, I'm not. I'm telling you, it's the Genius Bar. It's literally an Apple software. So
0: yeah, but by the way, find my iPhone is not like it's under the pillow. It just will say it's. It'll show the dot where you are. It's not gonna. That's not gonna help well, it'll you. It'll
2: beep. It'll beep. Oh, does it? To where you
0: can
1: go find. Yeah, yeah. you've never had to use that. I have a freaking I'm responsible. Apple Watch just because I lose my phone all the time. So I. But can if you, go on there and say "find my phone," and then it'll make the lost phone on the sound. So it's like, Ding. but what do you do? And you go find it. And it's usually under a pillow with an M&M wrapper.
0: But then what do you do if you don't have a watch? Like, how do you find your iPhone? If the iPhone is you your go, only,
1: you sign into a computer into your iCloud. Oh, God. And then you find it.
0: I'm not. Yeah. this That's already too much for you, but I can already tell. So, uh, Uber's like,
1: but she also lost her phone like the, during the hot tub argument she again. She so she, she really needs to learn how to do that. It.
0: Being said, Uber is a phone loser. She is that person who's always losing a phone. So let's not forget that. Like Uber is not fully like, innocent here. I'm just sort of anti Aaron at the moment. So Bryn is, so Bryn's like, yeah, it's kind like just like basic Apple software. And Uber's like, well, you might be dead and your phone says you're in Vancouver, but you're dead at home. And then what do you do next?
1: Yeah, because I guess Bryn was saying, your your family can know where you are because they you can have find my friends turned on for your family maybe she was saying I think that's what you know what I mean where, like, if your family is worried, so worried about you. The point is, you guys are talking semantics. If any of us lost our phone, we're out of the country, we think we left it at some restaurant in the middle. You know, we don't know how we're going to get it. There's a language barrier. We're like, what the fuck? It's, it's much scarier. Everything's on the phone. You guys are trying to play semantics with, well, she shouldn't be worried because her family can just find her on find my iPhone. Or whatever they're getting at here. The point is, you had the woman's phone in a country and it wasn't her own and you didn't give it back for over four hours and then wondered why she was upset come on and
0: greater context now that i think that was not clear then at that part of the season is that she is secretly dating someone from connecticut and she's probably thinking oh shit this is someone's gonna hack into it and it's all gonna come out and my relationships can be ruined even though, actually, the guy was revealed this week uh, in the tabloids. So, uh, Poofy from Jacket says, I can't believe this reunion is still going. Also, the other women have to stop telling Uba how to express herself. She is African and we are passionate people. Uba and Sai and Anguilla, you both spoke about the angry black women stereotype. How to navigate this when you encounter it.
1: And, yeah, he goes, how do you guys, could you guys expand on this? And Sai goes, "Ah." I'll let Uber take that one. <laughs> yeah. God. So, which was loaded, I felt like, you know. So, Uba goes, well, I don't get angry. Ask these women. It's like, uh, you've been throwing barbs all, like, you've been clearly pissed on union ma'am. Well, she goes, well, anyone who
0: gets Well, anyone who gets my anger deserves it. And Andy's like, well, Jenna, you spoke on the show about getting a taste of Ubaha early in the season. Oh, so, I'm like, so, so by the way, they're just moving right past this question. So you talked about uber, getting a taste of Ubaha, and then she came to your house. When she came to your house, unaware of the cameras. So they show this clip again. Which I do think is crazy that they're like, oh, look at her being uber hot. And she's just kind of like annoyed. I, I, it is funny that Uba is simply annoyed and they do escalate it to like, she's uber hot right now.
1: Look at her. And she's not. I mean, I just, just come annoyed. on. She seemed pissed. She was pissed the whole reunion, especially this segment. She was pissed.
0: Yeah, oh, but man. the point is that like she was pissed and that's fine. But they made it sort of and sound like fine. she was raging. And she wasn't raging. She was just pissed. She was annoyed. Like, that's uh, no,
1: but she was, she's been pissed the whole reunion. Like, she's been making comments here, like, oh, really? Well, Jenna, this. And then they're like, okay. And then she doesn't like really, I don't think he lets her expand or ask her follow up questions or whatever. But, you yeah, know, she's clearly pissed in this whole reunion, I think. Um, so he's like, well, um, so they move into, and this is another misunderstanding thing, I think. Yeah. Which so much of this could have just been fixed. You know what I mean? It's one of those reunions this is, where you're like, "But why are we fighting over this? So she's pissed because Jenna made that comment like, oh, I get uba hot. I got a little uba hot. I saw another When side. she came to my house and didn't know that we were shooting... show and then we see the clip again of uba saying listen when you invite me over you need to tell me there's cameras here because i need to be told and she goes oh okay i'm sorry and she's like no period like i need to be told when there's cameras and she's like okay and so that's her big thing that she said uba was hot like she got some but then the now now, uba doesn't really get
0: well the issue is that jenna said oh i saw another side of uba and uba does not like this idea that you know, like she's like, I don't have other sides. Like I am who I am. And so, she said, so she's like, I don't have sides. I am the main course. So although it's not clear if she really is saying I don't have other sides because, you know, like I'm authentic all the time or is she actually upset, is Uba upset because she thinks that Jenna's saying that she's like a side course, not a main course. <laughs> it's like not totally clear because something is definitely lost in translation between the like the, the ESL of it
1: all. So she's like, um, I was ref- Jenna says, I was referencing your hot sauce saying I got a taste of Uba hot. And Uba goes, No, no. And she goes, Yeah, I was. I just watched it last night. And she says, No, you said you had a taste because of how I came to your house. And she said, Don't be confused being a- don't confuse being angry and being assertive. And Brynn goes, That wasn't being assertive, which let her you know what, we've had enough of you. Like, you get to be in every conversation. Can you just let Uba talk? She hasn't talked the whole day.
0: So yeah. she goes, Amore, maybe you don't know how to be loved or stand up for yourself. Oh, my
1: God. That was not good. Oh, I was
0: I was in favor of it because it was like, finally, someone's being impolite. So Bryn's like, um, watch your fucking mouth. I'm not afraid of you. You put people in the hospital. I put them in the funeral home. So don't fuck with me. And she's like, well, I bury them. Yeah, well, I drive the hearse and bring people there and people put the dirt on the casket. Oh, yeah? Well, guess what? After people leave, I do payroll for all the people at the cemetery.
1: I cremate people. I cremate them and then I scatter their ashes so far no one ever finds them again. I
0: do the paperwork for families who need financial assistance for the funeral.
2: Commercials. Here comes one right now. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy,
1: so um i didn't like that you know maybe you don't know how to be loved i mean her whole plot line is kind of that you know what i mean like ouch it's like it really hits you where it hurts she did and so um i'm like she did did, good for her did Brent just admit (laughs) yeah i don't so did Brent just admit to murder by the way um so uba's like so um you know what i do you know what i do i bury people and bren says well i'm half black and half irish so don't mess with me and she goes oh half irish i'm somali hold on i had to screenshot this so i get the the quote correct i was like damn she says no that is she said i'm fucking
0: somali she said something i didn't understand she
1: says i'm so yeah that's why i screenshot it she said i'm fucking somali i will black half Back your ass right now! I will black half. I think she meant to say half right, black. I don't know. I wasn't sure. I think she meant like she, I'm. She gonna...
0: basically was like, "I'll see." She's like, "You, you say you're half black and half Irish. Well, I'm all Somali, and you know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> I guess I'll smack. I'll
1: smack you." I'll smack you. So um she's uh so uber yeah so they say that and i just wrote huh and then i rewound it three times trying to hear it and it just started sounding like music the, the more i listened to it over yeah. and over and i was like
2: i still don't get it the so weird part
1: captions. for me
0: was when captain sandy showed up and said "You know, it's so funny with somali i have you ever dealt with pirates god great story I gotta tell you all about it
1: so um aaron's making like a everyone's kind of making faces you know And um, Uba's like, don't interfere with my conversation. And Bryn's like, um, it's not a conversation, what's going on right now. She's like, shut up. And so Bryn won't stop. This is not about Bryn, okay? And everybody doesn't need Bryn standing in to cape for them. Like, Uba can handle her own. And it's nice to see someone finally going up against Jenna, whether they're right or wrong. It's nice. Shut up, Bryn. So
0: uh, either way, ultimately, Uba's like, Angry at Jenna, she says, "I'm just angry because she said I had a side." And Jenna's like, "It's it's a it's a figure of speech. Sort of like when people are angry, they um, what's that phrase? They uh, they lash, they lash about, they yeah. lash on,
1: they lash out, they lash on, they lash, on. Their lash. they lash. lashes, they lash on." on, they The yeah. on, the yeah. And Uba's like, there is no side. And bring goes, oh, really? What side is this one? And Uba's like, you know what? You guys know I told you in the very beginning that I go from zero to 100 in a second. And when I'm mad, I'm mad. Didn't I tell you that? And Sia says, you did. And she's like, and now can I have a glass of water? And Andy goes, okay, well, maybe she's just saying that she saw you mad. And she goes, no, she's saying that she saw a side. Mm-hmm. And Jenna's like, it's a figure of speech. And she goes... Well, maybe it's just a difference with Africa with the way that we speak and you guys speak. And Bryn's like, um, it's not Africa.
0: (laughs) Bryn goes, can you please, can you just please? She's like, come on now. Bryn's like, how are we bringing like a continent into this? (laughs) Suba's like, you know, a side is someone who pretends that she never gets mad and today she blows up. So Jenna goes, um... I was completely taken off guard and I'm sorry I offended you. I did not mean to say side. I had no intention of offending you. Not my intention. I was caught off guard. I would never do anything to dupe you or put you in a situation that you weren't happy in by my lashes. And Uba's like, I was hurt. And like, someone I look up to for you to sit in that chair and say, like, I'm Team Aaron. Like, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not saying to be team Uba. Just like, don't choose a team. So now what's now she's sort of. Uba's now moved on to a whole other thing that she's upset about. And Jenna's like, I couldn't see anything. You're right. You're right. Just please stop yelling at me. Please. I, I don't want to be yelled at anymore. Things. Uh, yes, you're right. Everything you say, yes. I'll just say yes to.
1: Well, she's generally right, I think, what Uba's saying, because she watched the show back. So apparently what she's pissed at is they just watch the show, right? Because before they do the reunions, they all get the last four or five episodes right in a row Mm -hmm. and they watch them right before the reunion and that's how the producers get them all riled up basically to come to the reunion and fight because they're all pissed because now they're seeing for the first time what people have been saying behind their backs for the past few weeks so they they do this on purpose to piss everybody off and it really worked on uba because she came in and she's just not happy because she really had it pretty easy the whole season until after they stopped getting screeners because it was after that trip and that's or probably during that trip right. it was well, the they also f- four episodes or yeah. whatever so she's just seeing all this stuff Jenna's never really said anything to her that would make her think she didn't approve of whatever was going on and now she's seeing Jenna who has no opinion about anything or anybody the entire season suddenly having all these opinions about Uba like she didn't right. she didn't like Uba snatching the sunglasses she doesn't she didn't she's team Aaron on that one you so, know yeah. so
0: yeah and Jenna's basically like you no, I just I was team Aaron in that moment because I saw she was really distressed and she I could see that she was alone and it was like yeah but like I was distressed like I wanted to cry I was I was the one fighting with her and like she's the closest one I'm like closest with Aaron out of everyone and I'm thinking I'm going to lose her as a friend and I'm like she basically like don't like. Don't say like you were team Aaron because she was distressed because I was distressed too. And Jess I was like, I should it have done more. Also fair because
1: Jenna's not around. Jenna's always in her room on her computer, not hanging out with anybody. She didn't know what was going on with the phone because she wasn't there. Then the next day, she didn't know what was going on, and then she drove with Aaron in that golf cart, so she didn't really hear anybody else's side. And she just keeps picking Aaron's side. And I remember us saying at the at the time that Jenna's reactions were a little off. Too. We didn't love that either at the time, you mm-hmm. know. And so I don't blame Luba for being pissed at Jenna. Yeah, it's annoying.
0: And so and then Justice was like, I should have done more. It was just I was so distracted because my ring cam came off, went off, and I looked at the video, and there were forty-five fried chicken sandwiches arriving at my door in New York, and I was very concerned about what Pavitt was up to.
1: And Uba's saying, you know, I wanted to cry and I've stood up for all of you. Nobody stood up for me. And I told her to be the, I told um I told her that you were wrong about Abe, Bryn. And I said to be nice to Pavit to everybody. And nobody's helping me. And um, Uba's like, I'm tired of being kind and nice to people and no one has my back. So Aaron does and the so classic Aaron does the oh uh, housewife. I'm gonna stand up and come performatively sit on your lap.
0: I'm going to hug you, you, cackling hags. So it was like, I don't (laughs) want to fight with you. And everyone's like, I don't want to fight either. And Rin's like, they don't fight. And then don't fight. Like, why are you guys like fighting? (laughs) And Erin's like, well, she had to get this part out. Like, I, you know, like I have to work on my delivery, work on my delivery. Whoa. I just responded to myself, responded to myself. Oh my God. I'm going to loop with myself. Help me. Help me. What? What? Oh my God. I can't stop. Stop.
1: And so Andy's like, yeah, you know, you got reactivated, and I'd just like to say, producers, nailed it. Still got it. <laughs> um, And it's a common occurrence in the Housewives. So, Uba and Aaron, I hope you come out of this, you know, strong. The challenge is reliving it on the show, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Aaron, uh, Uba, do you feel complete? And Aaron's like, you know what? I mean, I moved on during filming,
0: so I was fine. I, mean, I was totally fine. She's the fine. She's the one who's crazy. So Aaron's, and it was like, it's okay, Andy. You know, we had fun. We went out. I took her on the subway to go downtown. And then it's like, okay, so you two are complete. We're done. We did it. We had therapy. Aaron's like, may I ask um, all the things that like you were talking like about, like you were talking like man, she's saying what? we got
1: along after this why are you why are you taking everything out on me and Uba's like because i hadn't seen the confessionals and aaron knows that this is just so fucking errant to be sitting on your lap pretending that she's like gonna have empathy or whatever and then being like why are you why are you mad now because she just heard all this shit you guys said what do you think and he's like,
0: hey! Hey, Jenna, um, looks like you are uh, quivering there a little bit. Uh, is there something on your mind? And Jenna's like, um, yeah, I just um I just want to sit down with Uba and like hug her. And uh, and Uba's like, I adore you, you should have your own movie. I-, I did actually pitch a movie called um Lash Hard. It's kind of like Die Hard but with like lashes. Um anyway. Um, I just, if I had, if I had any idea that you were of how much pain you were feeling, I I never would have said any of it. And it just, it just felt much lighter than it obviously is lighter, sort of like my lashes on someone's lids. You know what I'm saying? (laughs)
1: and so Uba's it's okay she understands I have to point out Uba's really crying in this part yeah, they're getting her water they're her. like
0: she's going through like emotions you know
1: because this isn't like a fakey housewife cry where it's like uh-huh, I'm so upset and then they're, it's dried the next second Uba's really upset you know I don't think that Uba's so, like she's even said in the last reunion she's not used to really
0: opening her mouth and like metaphorically like she shows up she takes photos but people don't make demands of her personality and I think that like this entire forum this space this platform is like foreign to her and so she's sort of like i think the emotions hit hard to come out like she sort of doesn't know you know and i think that's what we see here
1: well i just i think one of the biggest things missing you know they really concentrated on this last part of the uh season for uba but there was an entire season of fascinating things and i can't believe that we didn't get the stealing the canned beans from the restaurant uh, that milk. was the segment i was really looking forward to yeah so.
0: i felt like that was a really important part of the there's <sighs> a building block and the foundation of this wonderful season so jenna's like I, okay just one more question um so uh uba i was confused because you said that um nobody wanted me on the show and um just want to know about that because i'm Kind of the one that they built the season on a little bit, like all the Popal city and all the buzz. They built it on my back. So can you please elaborate on that, please? Thank you.
1: Now, here's what's annoying about this section to me. They did not expand on this in the very beginning. And if you remember from last week, what happened was Uba made that comment like, oh, really? Well, no one wanted you on the show, Jenna. Like she made some comment. And then Andy was like, well, anyway. But when she made that comment, everybody was like, what? What? We did what? What? And now they've had all this time to go decide how they're going to answer this question in the least offensive way. And that's just bad. That's yeah. just, this is just bad at producing all around. Now, like, all the air has been taken out of this to make the least offensive version of whatever this answer is going to be. And that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem with this year. So
0: Sy basically says, no, we were just saying we weren't sure if you'd want want to be in the group. I'm not sure if you'd fit in. Like, you're a wild card. You still are a wild card. And I stand by that. And I'm hungry. So J- uh, Jessel's like, it was an assumption. It was an assumption. Like, for instance, it was an assumption that when I married Pavit, he wouldn't get chicken grease all over our new furniture. But guess
1: what? I assumed wrong. When you make an ass,
0: when you assume you make an ass out of me and Tom Cruise.
1: And um Uba's like, Okay, I shouldn't have brought it up, you know. And so they all laugh. And um Andy's like, Okay, are you okay now? Gene's smart <laughs> and um Jenna's like, Well, you know, yeah, it's like people make assumptions about you and it's just like really hard. Um, and that's all. And Uba says, Well, that's the only, that's the elephant we had.
0: <laughs> it's like, Okay, you What's feel like? like you took a big poop.
1: <laughs> We're done with that elephant. <laughs> Elephant's out of the room. Done with it. <laughs> yeah.
0: So hey, so you feel like you took a big poop? She's like, I feel like uh, I had the banana that was well done. So uh, now it's time for some cocktails for the final toast. It's like, ladies, what a truly brilliant season! I'm so proud of you all. You did it. I'm sure Jenna has an event to get to. <laughs> but before we do, we uh, before we go up, one last thing. Okay, Bunga from Bunga says. A lot of housewives, past and present, have called the show a mirror. So since this is all of your first seasons, what do you see in the mirror, Christina Aguilera? And
1: um, so I was like, well, obviously, I've learned a lot watching myself. You know, I don't listen, for one thing. Um, you know, I think I should open, like, not only my ears, but my heart. Um, I'm really hungry, so that's another thing. So are we done with this?
0: <laughs> wow, that was great and uninteresting. Jenna? She was, um,
1: I'm still learning. How- I'm sorry, let me finish this email. Let me just finish. and. Send. I'm working right. I'm very, very big. I have 19 companies. Okay. Go Sorry. Ahead. I was go just, ahead, Jenna. I was
0: just um, finishing an email on a committee to fix 30 Rock. So um, yeah. I'm just still learning how to be a girl's girl. Um, and like they're all hanging out, and I don't really hang out. I guess I don't hang out with them. I hang out with just like wealthier, more influential people. So I can see that like maybe in like a, like I could be like maybe in like a girl's group after this
1: if they'll happen. i love that jenna's like i still don't hang out with these idiots <laughs> that is hilarious please this was fun watching jenna i guess if i don't know what our richter scale of fun is i mean i guess it was entertaining uh, listen i've never seen anybody come in and literally whisper through an entire com, entire season of confessionals <laughs> and still somehow be compelling she literally is not she just says this Yep. about this just not gonna say this entire season. Yep. And, we're like, well, oh, she's great. Um, she needs to go though. I think they need to. I think mm-hmm. I think I'm officially uh done with Jenna. I'm not not in a hating way. I don't hate her, but they she's not built for this. Bye. Go. Yeah. go. Do answer your emails in the car. I go. would
0: not be upset if she came back for second season, because I do feel like Jenna is like more authentic than someone like Cy or Bryn. But I also admit that like a lot of Like the excitement around Jenna this season was about like seeing how she'd fit in and what her life is like, et cetera, et cetera. And like now that we've gotten past that, will there be more to it? So,
1: well, here's the only way if I was a producer, I'd say here's the only way we're going to have Jenna back. If we really fuck with her and stop kissing her ass, because I think everybody on the show kisses her ass. I think production kisses her ass. And I think messy producers should be exposing her girlfriend.
0: Don't tell Vanity (laughs) Fair
1: this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Vanity Fair will be like, Bravo was actively fucking with... Jenna Lyons. Bravo was trying to make Jenna Lyons drink.
1: Um, they do it with everybody, and that's how these shows work. But they, I and think they... These, sh- the, these shows are horrible. You yes. know, they That's what they do. Get messy. Don't just not get messy because it's her. I mean, come on. I I want to see Jenna. Because you know Jenna can get worked up. I want to see the other side. And yes, people do have different sides. And I would like to see the other side to Jenna. Well, get her worked up I would, or get her out of here. I would
0: argue that this show kisses... It does kiss jenna's ass i would argue it kisses a lot of almost all of their asses which is why it sort of was lacking um excitement for me i think that the show was probably by the mandate of bravo came from a pov of like look at these like awesome women doing awesome things like we should all be friends with them like let's just like you just want to hang out with them don't you and i'm like no i don't want to hang out with them and i'm like i don't want I don't, this is not the vibe I want, but I think that they came with that tone. So it's not just Jenna. It's like, it's a foundational issue for
1: me. So, so Aaron's like, well, I guess I could stop taking things personally and like be more of a pet parrot. <laughs> That power shows that she has not learned a fucking thing because she's still holding on to that. And then we get the worst news of all: Jessel has been affected and is now going to change. And I'm pissed. She goes, "Well, I think it's been a definite moment of reflection. I think first my marriage and what I've what I've really learned is that, and I need to be, I need to be kinder to my husband and more gentle."
0: No, what the fuck,
1: are you talking about? That's why we love you. If you ever start speaking to Pavit... Like, you don't, don't. want to murder him at every fight, in every in any given moment. I don't want you here, yeah. ma'am. Okay. I, That's the whole reason we love the Jessel.
0: I, I was actually actively disappointed that by the end of the season, she was being somewhat warm to Pavit. Like, the first episode, the first episode of the season, when she was just so mean to him, I was like, oh, thank God for this lady. She's bringing some life into this show. So, um, yeah, I agree. Wrong lessons, Jessel. So then Bryn says, um, when I looked in the mirror, I, like, enjoyed watching myself, and, like, I enjoyed seeing it, and, like, I hope Mimi enjoyed it, too. And, like, <laughs> I took a video of myself in the mirror, and I was, like, naked, and then I stood by a guy in a cocktail party, and I was like, oh, my God, look at me with this, with my mirror, nude in the mirror.
1: <sighs> so then Uber, oh, my God. It's a deep Does cut. Have deep cut. To say? Just... <laughs> So, Uba, not you. No, I know. i just saying, like, the show. Just k- trim it. Uba Tell, learned she bend can... Bend it. Uba says she loves everybody. And um, then Andy's like, Okay, let's have rum punches. Don't worry, Jessel. We didn't forget you this time. <laughs> hey and they're mocktails for uba and for jenna
0: and uh and he's like this is the most kleenex we've ever gone through in a reunion wow never seen so many tears that means you really showed yourself i'm like yes you showed yourself and bored the audience
1: so yeah um i don't think anything should win for having the most kleenex you know what I mean? Like thats I've never heard that as a compliment before. But I guess that's, that's where we are now. Um, I think overall, I enjoyed watching the season. Um, it did get a little like, okay, guys. But I enjoyed it for the most part. I hope they fire half the, se- half the cast <laughs> and bring in some absolutely Looney Tune people. Um, I hope they keep Bryn, Jessel, and I know they're going to keep Aaron, no matter what we do.
0: That's okay. But, I mean, um, we need a villain.
1: I, maybe I come a friend of, and then give me three news, three news. Yeah. I, um,
0: just keep Jessel figure, uh, Jessel, Bryn keep, I, I can't believe I'm saying keep Bryn, but keep Bryn. Uba is but a maybe. Like yeah. No, I think that Bryn there's more there. Uba is a maybe.
1: I don't like Uba as a person, but I think, I think friend of for oops.
0: Uba is a friend of energy. I would like Jenna, but I also see that being a trap. Um, Aaron, I mean, we've had so much, we've had villains who are just so much better than Aaron, but the show needs a villain. The show, I don't know, fire the production. You know what I say? Fire the production company. And then we'll talk. Cause I think that the production, I think for all my complaining and thank you to everyone who loves the show, who dealt with all my complaining. I know that's not, it's really annoying, but, um, I think actually at the end of the day, the biggest fault lies with the production and Bravo's direction of the show. Not even hey, as listen, much as you the people. You don't complain
1: about the burnt potato, or, a, or you complain about the oven. <laughs> Get a new oven. I say it's the potato. I say it's the person. You complain about the I chef. Say it's the first.
0: <laughs> you don't blame yeah. the potato for the you chef's wrongdoing. Compl- complain okay. about the chef.
1: I forgot what I was going to say halfway into that. I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow. Uh, the minute I said baked potato, I got hungry. I, I know, like, what baked potato? Potato is
0: a baked potato? I'm very easily distracted by potato. I do. But that being (laughs) said, that being said, also for those people who think I'm a total hater, I am a total hater, but I do hold out some hope because my ongoing theory is that for every, every Bravo show that had a false start. So I'm talking about Salt Lake city last season. I'm talking about the first season of Miami. I'm talking about the first season of Dallas. When they come back. Oh, my
1: gosh. Potomac. When they
0: come back. Um, When they come back. Potomac's
1: amazing now.
0: Right. But they have a false start because they're either started as as supposed to be a different show. They had to fire a cast member. That happened to this show. Lizzie Svetsky was on the show and then they fired her and they had to like restart. I think that really does impact an entire season, the cohesiveness of an entire season. So I do have hope that next season could, I I am holding space that, and I'm open to the idea that next season could be
1: on that much of it.
0: Yeah. But remember Jenny on Salt Lake City was only on for, for a little bit, but like once they have to start over and kind of like recast and kind of like play catch up while the season goes on. I think it affects it. And I think that like, but we've seen shows then come back with the next, the next season. They've been absolutely amazing. So um, I'm open to next season being like eating all of my words. Like, wait a second. This is working so well. but I just think that this season to me, was a dud. Sorry.
1: Sorry. Well, it is put to bed. So how about that? How do you feel? I've got the best news you've heard all day. This show is put
0: much like I was watching the show.
1: Finally, this show is doing for itself <laughs> what it's been doing to you for year. I'm, I'm, so I'm such a hater. I'm so Putting sorry. I'm such a hater. I'm so sorry. It's t-
0: it's like, it's literally so unpleasant to listen to. <laughs> <It's> so, <laughs> but I had to be me. I have
1: to Stop be think okay? This isn't this isn't where you come for your sorries. Okay. Um <laughs> everybody. No sorries here, buddy. Okay? The only thing sorry is this, season. this is your opinion. <laughs> You're like, I'm so sorry, guys. By the way, just wanted to say one more thing. I fucking hated this show. <laughs> but you guys, I it really hope that I didn't offend anybody. But, you
0: know uh, what? The show, okay, bye, the show everybody. got
1: everybody. Pe- <laughs> hey, you New York,
2: hope you die for <laughs> the entire production
0: staff. Wait, I will say, to be fair, I thought the season got better towards the end, and then the reunion dragged it all the way back down. I thought it was a, a terrible reunion. Terrible. So there. Yeah. All right. Well, that was great. Thanks. To, to, but I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. But everybody.
0: I'm sorry. I, guys, I'm so sorry. sorry. I said that. I want to be liked. I want to be still like me. Please still like me.
1: <laughs> oh, bye, everybody. We love you. Thanks for being here. And also, thank you for listening to all these two parters. You know, thank you. We decided we were just going to talk as much as we fucking want to and not edit ourselves down. And it's actually made our job even more fun. It so actually thank is, you guys. Yeah, it is. Fun. Right. So, I don't know if it's more fun for you. But it's working for us! And guess what? That's not a sorry. Ah, it's a thank you. We love you guys, and I love you, Ben. Love Thanks you for too. another season. We'll talk to you guys later.
2: Bye! Bye.
0: Watch what Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King.
2: Ashley Savoni. She don't take no baloney.
0: Strolling the park with Caitlin Clark. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Hitchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. She's never scary. It's the Green Fairy. Jamie, she has no less namey. y
2: Hava Nagila Weber. Know your worth with Jason Kurth. Sip some scotch with Jessica Tratch. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the berg. Roo Roo La Roo. The Bay Area betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors.
0: Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD.
2: We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides.
0: Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. She's not harsh, she's Jill Hirsch. She's a little bit loony. Junie. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. We love him madly, it's Kyle Pod Shadley.
2: Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Season DeSisto. Sisto.
0: Give him hell Miss Noel. She's the Queen Bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Shannon out of a cannon Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She's quite the catch, it's Victoria Kochet.
2: She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. Hey, Prime members. You can
0: listen to Watcher Crappens ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey
2: an element was missing but Frank knew just how to fix that Wondery's new podcast Blame It on the Fame dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies Millie Vanilli set the world on fire but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvin and his producers Frank Varion and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus.
1: Hey grown-ups, the Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his Fishbowl podcast studio from the cat in the hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet.